You're listening to the Surgeons of Horror podcast. We're back for part two of uh, it, the miniseries. With a ponytail bill. With a ponytail. Oh, don't you just love that ponytail? That ponytail well, is freaking awesome. No, come on. I was more... The puffy top, it really gets me going. Puffy top. Oh, thanks, Griff. The 90s. And Reverend Peter Terranova. <laughs> So, um, so if you're just joining us, this is the shit half of the series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's subjective, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, offer your own opinions. Stuttering Bill is at George's gravesite. He is. He comes back. He's back in Derry. So um, something we were, we were kind of talking about in the, in the first part. Oh, there's Pennywise again in a grave. Oh, this is probably actually I'll let this play. So he's actually dug seven graves, except. So he that's Pennywise's way of saying that one of them's already dead, but we don't know who or he well, doesn't, doesn't know who. Know, yeah. who. Mm. <laughs> I quite like that they've done that though. I yeah. quite like that they've kind of set that up. But that wasn't in the book. No, it wasn't. You're right. Mm. It is a nice little touch. Why does it? He like look like he's sweating. Makeup tears. Do you know Make what I mean? Tears. Make up tears. Maybelline tears. <laughs> it's the tears of joy. <laughs> I just wanted to point out as well, it's different teeth. I like it, it was, wasn't the same to yes. Pennywise teeth. Well, no, because he has normal teeth when he's normal, but then when he goes bad, he's got the like pointy evil but teeth. But those, those were different, different bad, evil teeth. teeth. Oh, really? Yeah, those yeah. Are, I was thinking maybe because it's an older perspective, maybe it's more real. Mm. I would suggest know? that re- we rewind, but it's too hard to do it, so... Another day. That's for you listeners out there to do. Yeah, oh, those yeah. are all takeoffs of um, Stephen King novels. Are they? The smile is Christine. And the glowing, glowing is the shining. shining. Um, the other ones? Yeah, the other ones. I can't remember. <laughs> but we need to rewind it again, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> but we can't pause it. <laughs> do you reckon that's his real ponytail? I, I really hope it is, but I don't think it is. It looks... Uh, Look at that. And this is where yeah. uh, Bill re- reunites with Mike. So yeah, so what what we said in the uh, in the first part is that um, basically the first part of, of this mini series is uh, based on the first part of the book, and the book is broken up into five parts. So logical conclusion is that the second part of this is four parts group part yeah. into one thing, and um, I can't remember if I mentioned this in the in the first part of the podcast, but when this was initially kind of. Uh, looked at as an idea it was basically like the the only uh, Stephen King novel that had made it to TV as a miniseries at that point was Salem's Lot and that was back in 1979 Um, so now we're at 1990 no one's actually touched a Stephen King uh, in TV in TV land Um, and so they they had this really kind of it was ABC that were broadcasting this in America and they had this grand kind of idea of uh, doing it, or telling the story over between eight to ten parts. They go, yeah, that's quite a nice, healthy number you're going to give a, a breathing room. But then they kind of started chickening out on the idea of doing that, and then it, the eight suddenly became four, mm. and that suddenly became three, and then by the time Tommy Lee Wallace, who's the director, came on board, it became two. Mm. And um, it's just a shame. Yeah, even a third bit might have given it something. Yeah. So a quick observation just from me up here in the back. Yes. Um, and it, again, it touches on stuff that happened in the book, but it's not in the, this. Notice that Mike is a, an awful lot older. 
than than like looks an awful lot older than Bill. Like, you know, it's the grey hair. But again, he's the only one who stayed in Derry. Yeah. And then that little bit that you guys probably missed was they were they got to his Mike's house and uh, it's still poor town. It's still an old house. Whereas if you look at all of the others, they all are quite successful. If you look at where they lived and what they yeah. did, and they'd all done very well for themselves from leaving town. Yes, that's right. Mm. Yes, and that's a good point because that's that is highlighted in the book as well, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think it doesn't feel like a really obvious point here unless you're actually like analysing yeah, the yeah, yeah. the film, which. As a 13-year-old, I never did, but obviously now I'm sitting here kind of watching it going, interesting. But maybe subconsciously you might have been picking up on that too. Yeah. Because even like the overgrown in this scene itself. Yeah. Mm. There's a bit in the in the book as well, and it is mentioned in here at some point about how, uh, and, and again, I think it's Mike that notes it, that ne no, none of them have had kids. Yes. Mm. And that is quite a big moment. In and I was going to bring that up when, when we get to the, the restaurant. That Yeah, no, no, but it, like it is, it's an interesting that literally none of them have. No. You know, again, whether like subconsciously have not been able to or whether just... Yeah, because it's not even a situation of anything in, inclined in that. It's just not touched. No. Yeah, yeah. But again, like you know, like six six of them six of them don't remember much of their life in Derry at all. But if you went through this, would you want kids? Well, and that's exactly yeah. it. You know, so like six of them don't remember it, but obviously somewhere in the back of the mind, don't really want. Even if it's just the pain that the well, kids like, could go through. It, but it, there's a bit in the book, Stan, that Stan, it does mention that Stan has tried for kids. Yes, the book is very detailed about the fact yeah. that Stan and his wife ha have been unable to conceive, whereas it's not really talked about, mm. um, except later in the book where they have a, um, where they're older and they're, sorry, of course they're, that was just the dumbest thing I've said all night. No, 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 no but no. like later in the book, when they were all talking about, um, you know, like their situation, and it turns out that Richie had a vasectomy, and yeah, and but then the vasectomy apparently didn't work or something. Oh, and that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is an interesting bit here. We're following Richie as he turns up at the library. In the book, this is actually Ben who has this experience. Oh yeah, when he turns up because Ben has a when he was a kid, he basically lived in the library and mm. kind of read and read and read. Um, and so, but they're now picking up Richie doing this, but where he, he sees um, Pennywise. And another great scene. Yeah. Sorry, any of Tom, Tim Curry scene? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then again, like, you know, as adults, they can see him, but no one else can. Yeah. Mm. He can see the balloons, but no one else can. But is that because they've been touched by him? Or, like, or are they the town, they? and the town is Pennywise? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And the flinch. <laughs> yeah, she did flinch, didn't she? Yeah. And a cut there. I didn't think that needed to be cut. Nah. Um, something I was going to say, because we didn't really get a chance to talk about the guy that plays Mark Hannon, and that's Tim Reed. Um, so he, uh, after it, he would carve his career primarily in TV, uh, including a, a stint on Highlander, the TV series. Um, but he actually also played the role of Ray Campbell in Sister, Sister. <laughs> Come on, we all remember that one, surely. Um, and more recently, he played the role of Judge John Gatelin in the TV series Treme, which I absolutely love that series. Is this Mike? Yeah. Yeah. The guy that plays Mike, yeah. He was in a... Have you seen Treme? No, but I've heard it's fantastic. So good. 
I mean, like it's not. I mean, he's uh, David Simon's always going to be known for The Wire, but yeah. like to me, like Treme is very close to it. It's a very good series. Just on that scene as well, I just wanted to mention the sound design. I don't think it was intended, mm. but having the mic, that echo of t Pennywise, I thought was so good because it brought me into the scene so much more as a kid, yeah. going, this isn't how a film's supposed to be yeah. done. Why is that messy? Yeah, is yeah, it yeah, because yeah. of anything? I just thought it works really, really well. <laughs> this is a funny bit here with yeah. that. Just like adding like a bit of a flashback between... Bill and Mike, which again wasn't in the book. They didn't really explore. No, it wasn't closed. explored at all. But it's really not like again. It's that like Stand nice by little, me. yeah, nice little moment of kind of you know like brightness in something that's otherwise quite dark. Yes, and I love that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you know, like I think at, like at, at its heart, this is a story about friendship. Yes. And you know, like they'd forgotten about each other for nearly thirty years. And and they just fall straight back into. I'm having a moment here where I, because I I I'm, I grew up in the UK, and I have been living in Australia like something like 14 odd years now, and I, the last time I went back to the UK was about a year and a half ago. But prior to that was about eight years. I hadn't been back for a long time, and um and I caught up with my mates, and it was literally just like falling straight back into the old routine again. Yeah. We all know each other's rhythms and, you know, mm. it's, uh, and this kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It's captured really well. Big phone. <laughs> yeah. God, my dad used to have a phone like that. Did he? Yeah. So, kids, that was an iPhone in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could only do one thing and not very well. And what's he got there, a big calculator? I don't know, but it's not a calculator, though. That's like... It's got to be like, it's like a, the first iteration of a Blackberry. <laughs> yeah, maybe. right. Wow. I don't know. Oh, this is where he's come back to the old, uh, the, the Barons, it's The called. Barons, yeah. Love that location. Too. Yeah, it's great. It's a good spot. Oh, John Ritter. He's got your hair, Richard. <laughs> and we just we were discussing earlier how um, this is a good moment as well. Um, we were discussing earlier how Ant has the same hair as uh, Beverly Marsh's kind of husband character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good kind of mix here between um, him oh. having a flashback yeah. and. But that's what I loved about the end of the book is that you'd literally be in the middle of today, you know, and like they'd be telling their story and it would end midway through a sentence and then like it would, the second half of the sentence would be like flashing back to the, like yeah. when they were kids. And I loved that about it. Yeah, it's a really good it was a really, really like good way of doing it. Yes, I agree. I agree. That kid look at the camera then. I think he did. <laughs> did he barrel it? That hanky thing. That hanky thing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Take it home. Be a pirate. Oh, John. John, John, John. This kid was a good actor too, I thought. Yeah, like, Out of all the yeah, kids, he was yeah. a very strong actor. He was, but he never, he never did anything. Did he? Not really. I don't know. He looks like, like someone who's been in lots of stuff, though. I'm sure I've seen him in heaps of things. Who plays young Ben? 
I'm going to Google quickly now. Yeah, you'll probably get there before I yeah. can see it on my own notes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> like the uh, American werewolf in London moment. Where mm. It's just a skeletal kind of... But it makes total sense when you look at the, like, the art direction history of the director. Yes, that's Everything right. Everything is so right. visual. Brandon Crane. Brandon Crane. Yeah, I don't know what he what he's done. I didn't think he he did anything, but I could be wrong. Where are they now? Where are you now? Oceanside, California. <laughs> That's where he is. <laughs> he's forty-one. Oh, you find you found him, did you? Yeah, AMD being him. So um, originally, when uh, when this uh, the original kind of concept of this was being made. A certain George A. Romero was attached to direct it, mm. um, who is another gentleman that's passed away this year. Um, but he uh, he uh, ended up kind of not being able to commit because of other conflicts at the time that clashed with it and bowed out. Damn. So it'd be interesting to see. I, I mean, like, I've been watching a lot of uh, his work because of his passing. I'm going to do a podcast with another uh, friend of ours called Nick. I'm just looking across his career, but uh, yeah, we're interesting to see because his TV, like his TV, there's a real kind of um, sparsity to Romero stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how he would have tried to capture the uh, the friendship stuff that we were just talking about, which is yeah. what makes this, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. it is feels warm every time you see them together and kind of collaborating and hanging out and goofing off. You yeah. kind of do feel that. Warm, fuzzy, stand by me feeling. Mm. Absolutely, I know. I know. All due respect to Romero, he was a, he was a good director, but I don't know if he would have really been able to capture yeah. that. This See, is the scene, by the way, Richard, that you were talking about, where or you were asking about earlier, where Eddie finds out that the aspirator hasn't got anything in it. Yeah, cool. And is this true in the book? This character of the pharmacist uh, gets possessed or controlled by Pennywise. At some point, yes, but. I don't know. I, I I never really felt that in that scene that it was. Can I also just say that that f- pharmacist, the pharmacist from the fifties, um, Brian Cranston just gets younger and younger as he gets. <laughs> <laughs> look at him now. Look at him there. <laughs> can you not tell me that? Like when he comes back on, can you not tell me he doesn't look like Brian no, Cranston? No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I don't even need to see it. I know exactly what you mean. That's great. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> Um, what was it? Uh, Brandon Crane as well. He was on The Wonder Years was really what he was known uh, for. Besides that, he was in okay. some bit films, Coverage uh, in 2000, Police Chief in Sakal in 2004. Uh, hasn't really been in a lot. Uh, this is where he gets possessed by it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's right, yeah. It, yeah, to, uh, like, in, but I don't know, this didn't and... happen in the book, though. No, it didn't happen no. in the book. I don't remember it happening in the book. It's a good moment though. Like there's yeah. actually like now I'm looking at it. There's there's some nice little introductions they've done um, off their own back that's not in the book. Yeah. Holy water. Wait. <laughs> Mm. 
I wonder if they, the reason they kept Eddie single and living with his mother in this is because they wanted to imply that he was gay. Yeah. And it was late 80s and you still didn't really have a lot of openly gay characters no, in there. No, that's right. I wondered that too yeah. because there was even a bit with him and him and Richie. Where the, and and he, actually in the book as well, he, he absolutely adores Bill. Yeah, he does. Like he openly gushes yeah. about him and mm. when he's describing him and talking about him. So there is that kind of... Uh, you know, borderline kind of homosexual tendency. Tendency yeah. there, yeah. yeah. I mean, they all pretty much love Bill. Like, yeah, that's he's true. meant to be this charismatic figure, and that's why he's their natural leader. This scene I loved from a film perspective. Mm. Just the way this old woman acts the whole scene. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just like, absolutely. Oh, that's great. The book is so much better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, uh, keep coming back to that. I've got to read it now. That it's I'm a, mm. it's a really good, um, it's a really good. I can bring you a copy tomorrow if you want. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, sweet. Kirsch, not Marsh. Not Marsh. Kirsch. Oh yeah, sister might still have it. Yeah, she's coming up on Friday. Oh, tomorrow. So yeah. Oh no, I really couldn't. I kill one. Sorry, doing a father. <laughs> I kill one. Yeah, yeah, love. <laughs> I some coffee. I haven't watched the second part like in like years, yeah. and yet I kind of like her, like the old lady's face and the like. What happens next? I remember as clear as day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How funny. Mm. I still think that this scene is going to be, in this film, much more impacting than the new one's going to be. Yes. Just because I've seen that one shot and I'm sort of like, this says so much more about psychology, like yes. psychological point yeah, of view. Yeah, 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 I agree. Mm. She's really good in this pair, actually. Mm. And Edo O'Toole, yeah. yeah. I, I'm actually dying to know who plays them as adults. I know. When it's kind of killing me that oh, they're not, yeah. you don't... And, if they if they're true to this or sort of true, like you will, there will be flashbacks in the first film. Yes, yes. Flash forwards and flashbacks. Mm. And that that time transition is great. Yeah. I don't know if they are. I think they are. I think they're only just telling the the. Yeah, but I really love the way the story is told and it's kind of yeah. 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 I know. I know. There's been a discussion that they think it might be again two parts or a sequel is going to be the adults. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 so it's yeah. two parts. Mm. Yeah. I love that. It's great. <laughs> Boiling water. Yeah, yeah. There's the teeth. And everything just starts to deteriorate yeah. like a dream. It's great. It's so good. It's awesome. Is that hovering outside? Or is he... I thought it was the um, cleaners. Yeah. yeah, it probably is. Blood. I call it a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Great makeup. Mm. I love the it. eyes. I worry a lot. <laughs> Is that actually the dad in the makeup? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's yeah. the actor, yeah. He's got a lanky lip around it. This has so much fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just for shits and giggles. 
It's really quite harrowing in the book, though, because like the whole house, like the way it's written, it feels like the whole house suddenly just starts to, yeah. uh, you know, just, closing around. Yeah, him. yeah, wow. it's really quite. And she, like, you really feel that she's trying to, physically trying to get out of it, out of the house, mm. and it, and that she's trying to run away down the street with it. Love this as well. Yeah, it's very well shot. How do you think they got it to bounce? As in, oh no, sorry, my recollection as a kid was it was bouncing down the street. So I was thinking, is it a gust of wind they're blowing from the top? How they control it? There's no way know. to control that. I've no idea. I think that that first one must have been someone's going over the yeah, board and bounced, bounced it. it. Yeah, mm. yeah, she is a little bit hussy back again. I think when you you weren't here at the beginning of this, were you? Like, were the podcast where Olivia Hussey was in it? No, I don't so think so. Are you familiar with her as an actress? Or not so much? I've seen her in a lot of things. So but she's mainly known for playing Juliet in Romeo and Juliet for, like, the 19... What were we saying? Like, 1970s version, I think? Yeah, it would be. Okay. Um, and she was very young. Very young at the time. There's a lot of great ponytails in the 80s. There is, hey. Yeah. A lot of great... Po- and that's just on the man. That's mm. just the man, yeah. I'm, I'm even half tempted to grow one, just out of <laughs> I inspiration. Think you've got to go through mullet to get yeah. to it, though. That's yeah. Why. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, that's I won't because I've seen it in my own family with other members. <laughs> Doesn't look good. <laughs> I think you either need to be a cocaine smuggler or <laughs> like, yeah. you know, something that can. He's got that look, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, it's a little bit of like, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. I'll pull it out. I pull. I pull out my ponytail. <laughs> yeah, it's got a shiv on the I'll end. I shove it, it down <laughs> your throat. In a classy way. Yeah, because you're abroad. Yeah. <laughs> you're a classy broad. Look at how much tan you got on you. <laughs> and then Audrey. Beautiful Audrey. It's a pooey butthole. Smoking or non-smoking? Hmm. I'm going to do a flying eye again, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> The smoking ticket, that's great. Uh, here we go. So this is, this I remember in the book, um, where they finally, this is where they all actually meet for the first time in the Chinese restaurant. As adults. One. As yeah. adults, yeah. He's pissing in the wine. He is. Well, I think Ben's got a bit of a drinking problem. Haystack. <laughs> It's a great moment, this again. Like, yeah, you know, really I, I very nice. Yeah. You can tell by the fact that we were teary. quiet. <laughs> yeah. That we're all kind of... But I love the yeah. funny guy who's been yeah. so messed up now that when he's coming in, it's... Richie's done a lot of coke, because that's his problem. Yeah. He's a bit paranoid. <laughs> that's totally what he'd be doing going in here now. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Hello, he's welcome back. back. Come back, come back. <laughs> Ants back on board. Hey. <coughs> ah, I don't know how to do that trick. It's a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's not two actors. No. T two moment. Yeah, you have to chat. Yeah. Beep beep, Richie. Beep beep, Richie. So, and you've just joined us. This is where the uh, friends all reunite again for the first time. Oh, nothing's happened. Give me the microphone. Your hand must be very tired. Yes, it is. Okay, okay. so come in. Uh, Lana Lang's just said hello to John Boy Walton. 
And they're all enamoured by her again. And another orgy takes oh, place. Oh, she's fainted. Why did you faint? Uh, she's had a very traumatic day. Yeah. Is this soon after she threw the cream at her boyfriend? No. And no, we've jumped way ahead, buddy. She's well, just not been way ahead till the next day. Yeah. Yeah. She's she had an encounter with. She just kissed that dude on the lips. Yeah. She gets very kissy. Oh, is yeah. this the bit where she had encountered the yellow balloon? Uh, just before this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. They've got their own mic. You don't need to like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Between you and I, with your mic always <laughs> in your face, well, I'd lean across and go, can I get a word in? It's like, no. And then between you and I and At, this guy. Okay, mic settle mic down in the back, kids. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this commentary is just so good. Now nah, it's John Widow to get a hug. Yeah, yeah. but no kiss. Not to He's the one who likes it, right? Because yeah. he's a yeah. fat guy. And that's the thing. Like, there's, there's, uh, that's in, Again, that's what's important about their relationship. Is that his love for her is actually? Oh, hell, he's just giving her a big smack oh, on the lips. Get it, Isn't he married? Yeah. 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 But they're all like married. Think, in the book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, can you? In as eleven-year-olds. In the a, book, you know, in the book, he marries a redhead who's a redhead, just like Beverly's a redhead. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they actually hook up as adults. Yeah. Mm. But then she leaves with Ben. And leaves with Ben, yeah. It would sort of make sense, though, if they had that fling as kids. Cause but then, if you had, like, a high school mate, you, know, you, you wouldn't kiss him like that it. if you hadn't seen him for years, right, Gru? What? Turns on the high school mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm doing wrong. Mind you, all my high school buddies were boys, so maybe that's what I was doing right. Not that I'm judging. What are you talking about back there? <laughs> <laughs> the only character, the only actor I haven't talked about is uh, Dennis Christopher, who plays Eddie. Um, and he's, uh, he'd be in a lot of... Oh, there's a good flashback. Battery acid juice slime. This is just for those that can't remember what happened in the first part. Oh, I, I literally left oh, at this point. Um, but, yeah, so Dennis Christopher was, would crop up a lot of TV shows, including Tales of the Unexpected, Moonlighting, Cagney and Lacey, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. What did he play in Deep Space Nine? He played Borath in The Search Part Two. Okay. And then he was in Profiler, Law and Order, Criminal Intent. He was in Angel, playing a character called Cyrus Vale. That's where I'm starting to get. And then he was in Deadwood, playing Bellegarde. Yeah, and, and more recently he was in Django Unchained, playing Leonide Maguire. Oh. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. So he's actually probably he's been the most active of the adult. Yeah. Do you say that though? Like, apart from in this, he doesn't look very familiar to me. No, no. no yeah, right. he. he I'm recognising the face from something. He's really good in... Uh, there's an episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent, the one with Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. And he's really good in it. Like He plays a very similar character, admittedly, but... He's good. So there's the thing, right? Now, now that they're adults and now that Stan isn't part of that group, they need to have somebody that's the Doubting Thomas character, and Richie fills that void in this bit. Mm. He's the one that's constantly kind of questioning their motives. Their tactics. And, and yeah, yeah, because mm. you kind of have to have somebody going, but what if we do this? And yeah. Let's just get out of here. And I'm in the Chinese. segue bit. You're in the yeah. Of Chinese. Yeah, because it's a really good-looking restaurant. It is, but you don't want to eat what they eat. Not, They're not. being really well-behaved white people in the Chinese restaurant getting drunk. Except Mike. He's being a bad behaviour. Being a black, <laughs> black What are that dishes? That reminds me of um, the Dark Crystal. <laughs> the, the oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I can say that because I'm Chinese. I was about to say, I'm now in the uh, Temple Did he just skewer that chopstick? Wait, you're yeah. Chinese? Yeah, well, it's dark. So. It's a podcast. No one knows. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> that guy literally just stabbed... Oh, here we go. 
stabbed somebody in the heart. He stabbed a piece of fruit with a chop- chopstick. And now he's rich. The look of the waitress. The look of the waitress's That's face is not. fucking white people. Funny. Really. And token blackbeard. Yeah. 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 So I wonder yeah. if like, all the politically correct people are going to come out with the new movie and go, oh my God, it's an underrepresentation of like of middle America. Mm. Well, that, the, but that's yeah. very typical of of nineteen fifties. I mean, yeah, he had a token black character and a token girl, right? Uh, in particularly the, in the, well, no, like the North. The family were like literally the only African American family in yeah, Derry. That's right, because because of where it's set. It's set in the North. Hold on, I always get my East in and Maine, West wrong. Isn't it? North, north, uh, east. east, northeast, northeast of America. Yeah. It's above Washington. Is, is a very uh, look at the Steadicam work. Mm. Yeah, this is a good shot. Shot this one, and that food would be cold. I haven't eaten anything. Well, you wouldn't. They're not. They're cold. not doing what I call the uh, Big <laughs> Bang Theory <laughs> school of eating. Eat, eat the fish just, head. Eat the fish just, head. Mm. But they're not doing like the Big Bang school of like where they poke around the food and mm. not eat. They're actually eating the food. Yeah, I'm getting motion sickness. It's dolly. This is where they think they talk about their partners and whether they've got kids. Oh yeah, and they will. So have they realised that the seventh one has died? No, not, not yet. yet. Oh, so he just—he just hasn't turned up yet. Oh no, yeah. Yeah, they started no, because he saw the um, grave, but I don't think he's realised. He doesn't know he's standing on. Yeah. Yeah. But still, they started dinner without him. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit of a dick move, dude. I mean, he could have just called them on the mobile or checked in on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, really? or, or at least establish the fact that this he's dead. This is 1989. <laughs> I'm just confusing the kids. What? MySpace, though. <laughs> My, MySpace was around back then. Tom <laughs> from MySpace had no friends then. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what was around in 1989 was, was the internet. Yeah, it was. Uh, created by the people who, um, what was it, were doing the Large Hadron Collider as a communication device, the World yeah, Wide Web of this. It was a way to literally say g'day. Yeah, and then literally given for free. And that's yeah. why we have it. Otherwise, okay, here's my favourite character, not Henry Bowers. <laughs> Henry. Crazy Henry Bowers. <laughs> I'm in the moon. I'm oh, so he's now, this is him as an adult now with white hair. Yeah. I'm going to say it for the second time. I really hope the special effects are better in the new film. <laughs> What's wrong with this? Yeah, this is like that scene in the community where the dean is in the Christmas bauble <laughs> and he sings, dun, da, da, dun, dun. <laughs> are you talking about that show that's really shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's a freaking genius. It's a genius show, Farrell. Okay, I can see what I'm doing. <laughs> it, it lost itself for a while there. Yes, it did lose it. It lost, the, it lost its way, didn't it? It became a bit too meta. It lost its way after, what, Ep 2? <laughs> no. I don't. Mean, Paul Farrell, do not, make a f- do not make an enemy out of Dan Harmon. He will fucking get <laughs> you. He I, is vicious. I still say the paintball episodes in season one. Fucking genius. But but yes, yeah. best two episodes of television I think I've ever seen. That was a genius. Fun. What about the paintball episode in space? Oh, oh. That was probably the, that was a precursor. It yeah, must have been yeah. the setup for it. Unrelated, but still, <laughs> it is completely unrelated. Yeah, if you haven't seen Space, anyone who's listening to this podcast, you should definitely go and see Space. Oh, I've seen it. Space was a good show. Too. Then the Cornetto trilogy. That's what we were just saying. Yeah, <laughs> it just caught up with me, man. I mean, I was, I, I, I was actually, I was actually agreeing with you too. <laughs> <laughs> Coverage around a table is so difficult. Is what? Did you just say plumbers? Coverage around a table, directing wise. Where do, where's the line if there's multiple lines? There is no lines. 
But can't you do a diagonal then? Because there's six of them, you go section the table and you make the line down your diagonal of the table. What you do is you establish where everybody is, and once you do that, you can cross the line as much as you like. Yeah. But you need to show where everybody is first, otherwise it gets confusing as hell. Right, is this the bit for the fortune cookie? Yeah. Mmm. That's nice. Oh, no, no. Have some of that. Mmm. I've got a cockroach. An eyeball's right there. I've eaten cockroach. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. That's He's got crabs. Crab that is great. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, totally, totally off topic. Yeah. But Pablo showed me this crazy video yesterday of a toucan being born mm. and then growing, and it basically looked like that little baby chick thing on the table. Oh, wow. Yeah. Birds are terrifying when they're born. Canaries, I can tell you when their babies are ugly as fuck. So they're like the reverse of humans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're all like, <laughs> Oh, that's right. What's coming? Oh, it's giving it in the finger. Like a spider, you think? Spider. Oh, it's a spider. That's, uh, that's the only kind of precursor we get to the climax, I think. So again, nobody else can see it? No. no. Well, uh, the myth, oh, everyone keeps saying that it or the Pennywise is dairy and everyone is the dairy, but couldn't it be them? Couldn't they just be wigging out? <laughs> it could be. Everything they, they see, it's from their point of view. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Being they could kill minded. each other. They could... Oh, what the fuck happened there? Like, all this could just be a collective hallucination. Oh, that's why she was freaked out, was it? Balloons. I think they're all freaked out. Oh, the blood's still there from when Richie went. Yeah. yeah. Now it's her turn for a vision. Ah. I liked it that they show the aftermath of this Yeah, that's, as well. um, that's working. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yes, yes, yes. Which she never says. No, she should. The um, I'm just um, looking at some notes here, and the special effects uh, coordinator was called Bart Mixon, and he was working on the head cast for Pennywise, the character. And, uh, and according to him, he based the shape of Pennywise's head on Lon Chaney in Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, that big, bold yeah, forehead. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's interesting. And that's still a scary makeup. Yeah. Oh, like he was a genius mm. of his makeup. Like, if you consider like the time, mm. oh, amazing effects that he was doing. He was known for what, the man of a thousand faces. Man of a thousand. Can I, can I just say, you know, Paul and I have talked about the moment when people sing in a film and it's just really cringeworthy. Same thing whenever somebody tries to be funny and everybody has to find him funny. Yeah. It, it never fucking works. It's like Uncle Joey because he was a stand-up comedian in Full House. And every time they cut to him doing a stand-up routine, it was the unfunniest shit ever. Yeah. But they laugh! Okay, this is the part where they find out that Stan has died. That's what? Serious. Agree, wasn't lying. <laughs> no. I know she. <laughs> what? Fool yeah, you. This is a, I found that a bit weird, their, so their reactions. Mm. Why is their reactions weird, Paul? I, I guess it was more Richie throwing the phone. It just felt really odd. I feel like they would be a lot more pissed off with him. If I was one yeah. of them and, and someone had killed themselves, 
we haven't got seven of us anymore. Yeah, I know. We're all fucked now. And that's the thing, because the, the number was really important. They make it pointed out. Why is seven important? It's just a lucky number. Yeah, the uh, so number of angels. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, when soul. it comes down to it, you, any personification of anything, you could say the angels are with me and that will give you more power. You could turn around and you say Pennywise is a turtle and that will give you more power. Right. You know, well, as long as you believe enough in it, as much as Penny, Pennywise and you believe in that fear, mm. then you can conquer him. That's the ritual of Chud, supposedly. Mm. And they give this big backstory about how Stan was probably the most afflicted of all of them now. Which again isn't in the book. If there's like an added. Mm. Yay! It is kind of a lame thing to say. <laughs> Hi ho, Silver. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. that was on TV at the it time. It was based wasn't it? on uh, Tonto and. Yeah, no, it's mm. it's, a, it's just lame. Lone Ranger, thank you. Couldn't remember the actual name of the hero. <laughs> yeah. just, he's psychic. Oh, like yeah, for like Charles uh, Darwin, who would actually collect birds. Yes. <laughs> That's a pecker. Down pecker. Whose house is that? Is that Neibolt Street? No, no, see, that's Neibolt Street doesn't get touched on it. They don't touch on Neibolt Street at all. Which is so What's huge Street? in the book. I just attached this as Neibolt Street. Yeah. It's, like, it's almost like the kind of vortex that... Munster's haunt, uh, yeah. house, haunted house on the corner of the road that I think it's right on the end of like this dead end street essentially like they're doing a scare attraction in Hollywood at the moment which they've built Neibolt Street and you can walk uh, through it yeah. it's a shitty attraction it's bleh, bleh, awful let's do it we can make it better <laughs> we can easily make it better again it looks so neat compared to what a current day treatment would make this house to be yes it's just neat corners and clean walls in the in the book, there's this isn't this bit happens in a different way. It's not in a house. It's in like this. What is it though? I can't remember. I'm kind of. It's in like this a uh, old kind of water tank kind of. Yeah. It's the mummy. There you go. All the birds. And they came everywhere. They did. <laughs> oh, it was a mess. <laughs> All over the walls. The carpet had to sell the property. You're gonna clean this up. That's why he's wearing the rags. And good night. Doesn't matter how old you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's quite funny. <laughs> I wish Stan's character had done that. <gasps> Brown thrush. <laughs> 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 Childcare pregnancy. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's. I wonder if that that might have been the direction because thing. Of, yeah, I'm wondering. Is this guy? Is this character gay? Oh, we were talking about just, that. Yeah. yeah, but while you were out. You miss so much when you're outside telling everyone you were having an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> so that did come through in the um, <laughs> in the book. No, he's not. Um, he's because he's 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 married and stuff. But in this, there definitely is an implication. I always saw him as asexual. Because he was he that is. he was that worried about yeah, infection yeah. Or, or anything, he was yeah. just like, nah. Yeah, that's too much of a risk. Mm. Just masturbation for him. <laughs> <laughs> Take things into his own hands. Who's the one who designed those things on the roofs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what this place is missing is droplets of sperm. <laughs> even I love it. Somebody in the office goes, "Oh man, the balloons for tomorrow's party." Hey. <laughs> oh, what? 
He's back. Stan's head. Stan's head is talking in a fridge. <laughs> Again, it's that stand-up routine moment where everyone has to stand and watch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Listen. What's your sex life? That bit there kind of reminds me a little bit of Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, Total Recall. Oh, yeah. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. Weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I was even thinking the moment when he's on the planet itself and everything's just... <laughs> <laughs> From a, an actor's perspective, I love the, the fact that how he changes it. Like, what's... Why is he doing the teeth thing? What's... Is, yeah, is yeah, he yeah, straining? Yeah. Does he not want to say this? Is he fighting against it? Is it it making it look like that? Yeah, mm. it's true. It's true. Okay, but again, it's raining. Here's, so. here's an interesting thing that's never come up until now. Yeah. The typewriter. Yeah. Is it? He thrusts his fists against the oh, ghost and yeah. still exists. Yeah. He sees the ghost. That's right. Yeah. The fuck is that? Um, that's the saying that Bill recites to try and get rid of his lisp. Oh, I see. Right. He stutter. He stutter. Oh, sorry. Yeah, stutter. Lilith, the one with the lip. It's the whole um, thing. Like but this. it's actually quite a big part of like the childhood story, and That's yet right. it, it's only come up now. Yeah, see, this is the thing, isn't it? Just there's so much that they've had to just pull out in order to. There we go. This is where he's going <laughs> to do it. Plow. <laughs> it's a novel. <laughs> Better than anything I've written. All work and no play, play makes Jack a dull boy. Oh, and your peri ponytail sucks. <laughs> it's like the King's Speech, isn't it? <laughs> Cock, bum, bust. <laughs> 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 It's a good moment, that. <laughs> yeah. What's he say? No offence, mate. It ain't open. <laughs> What was that as well with a head? Um, uh, uh, stupid me. Ah, okay. Or, so what are they taking on. out now? Yeah. Oh. yeah, let's get together. Because the um, isn't stuttering Lies. the idea that it's more psychological. <laughs> um, Surprise! Yeah. Like the best fake so I've physical, ever seen in my life. Whereas the can be an actual um, tongue okay. deformity. So sure. what are they taking supplies for? Drugs. So they can go down to the sewers. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Just so they can visualise it. Yeah. <laughs> Last time we were down here, we were as high as anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's belchy. Under the bed. Oh. Cleaning the floor. Do they all sleep in the corridors? This is shit hospital. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I think it's a, a comment on the idea of a lot of hospitals just haven't got the rooms or the money yeah. to be able to give them proper staff or things. And especially it's a mental uh, institution. And at the time in the 80s, oh no, this is the 80s. Oh no, it's still in the 80s. They had just deplorable um, mm. care being taken of anyone who had a mental condition or in some, any way. Some of it hasn't changed. Mm. Yeah. Was it Penhelm? There was a big one in America that shut down in the oh, 80s. Penhelm. Yeah, Penhelm. Yeah, I think you're right. Something. Or, and it was atrocious things happened there. Mm. You've, uh, it's weird how this looks like a video. <laughs> yeah. 
It's, it's kind of weird how this looks like video for some of it, doesn't it? It looks like what, video? It looks like video. It doesn't look like film at all. No, yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah. Hmm. I think this is the way it is. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, so Henry's having a chat with uh, his dead friend, Belch. How does that apparition give him a switchblade? Well, he just yeah. passes it to him. Or he no, could be hallucinating this, walk to it, pick it up, and then walk back and imagine that he gave it to him. It's not an apparition, it's no, it's, is it? It's, yeah. That's so, yeah, it's an apparition, though, isn't it? No, it's Pennywise. Well, uh, Pennywise is an, a personification of a spiritual fear. So it's not but a physical it's entity. But, it's, but it does have a physical... It does have a physical... In entity. where? In your head? No. No, no, no it's a, like there is a... It so it's like real. So you're saying it's an actual physical yeah. entity. Yeah. So therefore it can kill anyone. It yeah. doesn't need to use anyone. Yeah. No, that's right. That's kill, what, it kills so yeah, all the kids and stuff. Yeah. You should just kill that. What is this? That dude's fear is a massive dog. It's a massive dog. That's great. <laughs> There's slow-mo pulling back. On the, what is it, the shutter? Yeah, oh. yeah. It's such an 80s horror kind of... I know. Yeah. Mm. Trope. <laughs> the Derry Inn. Where's that? In Derry. It's a beautiful Tudor-style inn. It is, mm. it is. So that's not Tudor. The upstairs part of it was. I've got, they, never, they don't actually wear those hard hats down into the sewers. I don't see we're running out of <laughs> commentary. You're right. I thought that was much earlier. <laughs> What's that? What was that? No, it's known as Tudor style, Gothic Tudor. Yeah. Yeah, it really looks like video. Because this was on TV, wouldn't it have been shot in video? No, no, no. It's a, it all, this drums are shot in film. Oh. American dramas, especially. So this is again kind of showing how uh, Mike's character has been the one that's been in Derry, and he's been collecting all the uh, uh, newspaper clippings of all the incidents that have been happening over the years. Mm. And see, he says thirty years here, which the, oh. How the crowbar basically his backstory into a very short, <laughs> what, uh, two minute speech? <laughs> yeah. It's basically how he's how they've gotten around that. It's like his whole story in the book is just told in this <laughs> yeah. short window of time. There you go. This is going back what you were saying about how Derry's part of the problem. But again, it's coming from the perspective of the people experiencing it. We yeah. have no objective experience, so how do we know that it's not just in their heads? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're killing each other. Yeah, yeah. This bit's in the book. I remember this. Mm. So is this like teenage sexual assault? What's going on? Yeah. Jesus. Wow, what a dick this guy is. But again, it's the town. 
the town knows that there's a problem, but they just all turn a blind eye to it. They, yeah. Something terribly wrong in Derry. It's a very convenient explanation. Yeah. Also, isn't Derry the name of the kid in Jeepers Creepers? Oh, I don't it's know. Derry, yeah. I'm a bit anti Jeepers Creepers. Oh, I think it's a great movie. And that's every 22 years. I'm just anti it from a principal perspective. Uh, because <laughs> the director's a rapist? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So we, and we also know that Derry obviously comes up in a lot of Stephen King's work as yeah. being a place that's not quite right. No, that's right. Yeah. So the, the new TV series that's coming out, which is meant to be like an amalgamation of all his books. Is the Dark Tower one? No, not Dark Tower. It's, it's called Castle something or other. It's coming out, and it's supposed. But it's to based on the Dark Tower stories, isn't it? No, that's the only Stephen King t- TV series I've heard about, though. Oh, if really? the, now that Dark Tower has been such a flop, I heard that that's not going to. Oh, really? Might not be going ahead. Oh, okay. I thought it was him and J.J. Abrams or something were working on. Because an expanded Stephen King universe intrigues me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, all of this links in. Yeah. And he's a good yes. writer when it does when it comes to that. Yeah, that's right. I was going to ask you, Paul and Richard, as actors, how important is it? I'm worried about the erect cock. (laughs) Is your cock erect right now? As actors, yes. How how erect is your cock right now? As actors, (laughs) on a scale of one to (laughs) twenty. When you're in an ensemble piece like that. And you're because con- these guys are doing scenes together as a group a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. How important then is like the dynamic that you guys have as a group is just right, and is it, does it always slip after a while? Like, no matter what, someone's gonna have an off day. Is that a big chance that's gonna happen? Everyone will. If someone will always guarantee that somebody will have an off day. You can't always be on. Mm. Mm. Um, but I always get a sense of you feel as if they have your back yeah, because right. you have to believe that. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. If you don't, what's the point of being there? And there's always this, the actors are on a different wavelength to anybody else, just purely because you're waiting there for 20 minutes and yeah, whilst they're yeah, doing yeah. Beer or something, you don't know. Yeah, right, So you right. just have this little in. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, well. cutting you off because this is a, a pl- this is quite a big point. Anytime Tim Curry comes in, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's the deadline. That's the deadlights. It's the first time we really, really see it. On you know what they so, completely missed as well is Bev's husband coming to Derry. Yeah. They don't touch that on here, do they? No. Oh, I no. want to see that sequence. Yeah, I think that would be a good payoff. Because, like, um, <laughs> yeah, everyone's so just tense. That's my go-to. Someone's movie. just schmetting <laughs> her yeah. across the face with their cock, and it's just like, anyway. The, uh, so, yeah, because what, ha- what happens to... Sometimes his hands creep a little lower. And yeah, <laughs> that's the move. What, <laughs> what happens to Bev Marsh's husband? He dies. But how does it happen again? No, that I, I'm only saying because I did the same thing because all of a sudden I was just like, oh, what happened to him? Because uh, Pennywise t- takes on Penny, his... Pennywise takes on him, him. But I also don't... I think Pennywise just uses him to try and get closer to... Yeah, to and then her, I, it does, yeah. I don't think you actually ever kind of really go... I think they just go down to the sewers and find, find his body. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. Audrey take him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Um, so going back to your question about flaccid cocks and sure. <laughs> um, or as you were saying, group dynamics within an act on en ensemble. ensemble. Um, I would say like the sign of any good director is that you work on that before any, the cameras start rolling. You know, I think oh, that's sure. part of what comes across in the Fellowship of the Ring mm. is that yeah. they had such a an attachment, and mm. you could see it like it carried on through after filming had finished that they're still really close mm. in close contact with each other and but it's a bond that that feels like it comes from the actors perspective because yeah, they're going to have so, more yeah. control over that exactly mm. yeah and from it is down to them to kind of essentially find that connection with one another I mean yeah. all actors need to do that anyway they need to find become comfortable with each other exactly exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the director watching that to see what makes them, from an uh, objective point of view, comfortable. Yes. Mm. So you're just looking for, oh, no, that's obvious that you were thinking, what the fuck, when you're not supposed to be thinking that. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, or you don't like Chad, so why are you kissing him? <laughs> that's yeah, basic directions that, that, like that. That, that line has come up once or twice. <laughs> <on the sus. laughs> what are you doing? Stop kissing Chad. You don't like him. Why do you kiss him? <laughs> Stop kissing <laughs> <laughs> Oh... Yeah, so this is kind of an interesting bit too, isn't it? Because this, uh, this is a good bit in the book because they all come over to Beverly's house to clean up for her. Oh, cool. And yeah. she's doubting Whether or not that, that she's seen it. And when, you know, when they come over, they, they see it and mm. they all help chip in and clean up. It'd be really cool to see a film in the exact similar sort of style, but you do it so that there's nothing there and these kids are just all sharing a delusion. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I love that about every story. Like, Up, have you heard the thing that he actually has that mental breakdown? He goes into the, the thing, loses his house, and then he goes into an old ho folks' home and dreams about this happening. Wow. Oh, right, and so yeah. both of those work for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Because either way, he's in bliss. That's a beautiful movie. But he's still in bliss. It's a dark it's not, movie. It's in his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. It's great. He's really getting handsy with her. Well, he does like her. Neck. She's being very, like, you know, <laughs> flirtatious as well. The black eyes go, well, this is not this is 99. I'm not going to get any action there. I have cameras set up everywhere. You see these lights outside? <laughs> see this? <laughs> that is really creepy behaviour. Is it creepy or is it... It is. Uh, unless... Even if they're just friends. Look, I'm going to fumble Greer like that now. Watch what she does. No, there's, <laughs> and there's a difference, right? Watch what we yeah, do. Yeah, that's creepy behaviour. <laughs> no, you two don't love each other. But they don't love each other either. Yes, they're married they to do. other people. They're married to other people. No, they're not. She's she's married somebody out of out of fear. Mm. Exactly. But And he's not paper, married to anyone. He's not married to anyone. But that, that that's not the way you behave unless it's opening to Claire. Oh, I, I think it's definitely saying a lot more about something that is a lot longer than the time they have to spend with each other. So yeah, I think that it's that way inclined. Otherwise, it's just sex. And we all had sex before, which makes sense if they had the orgiest kids. Yeah, if they had the orgiest kids, that's, what I mean. that's different. Yeah. I would have gone, yeah. Okay, but under this circumstance, I think all the guys would be pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> all the guys were just going, what the hell? I really like this scene coming up. Maybe they should split up right now. This is a good moment. Or go and get dressed up as clowns. No, he puts on a dress. <laughs> Twist! <laughs> Did not see and that. And goes to the mic. <laughs> oh, Mike. With a knife or something. Oh, no, there is some differences here. So yeah. at this point, Mike Handlin isn't in the hotel with them in the book. He's still at the library. Oh, okay. When this happens to him. Oh, in the library. Henry, yeah, Henry he comes to the library. Henry and attacks him. But it doesn't happen. Now, where they've merged the two scenes together is that. Oh, that's a trouble toothbrush. Nice. When, uh, when Henry then goes to the hotel, 
he then breaks into Eddie's apartment and tries to do the same to him. Mm-hmm. And he so manages just, to break Eddie's arm, doesn't he? Yeah, or, he breaks yeah. Eddie's arm, yeah. Which is a, a repetition from the first, when they were kids, Eddie went down with a broken arm because Henry Bowers broke his arm then too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of kind of cyclical kind of stuff going yeah. on in the writing. And Here and we go. It's sexy time. Oh, I like what I do. Oh, is that Pennywise or is that her? It's, uh, it's Pantywise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> that was a bit too clever. <laughs> I like the biker vest. Yeah, I know, I was thinking mm. that. <laughs> I'm ready now. Come on. Except in the book it's Bill and not Ben. No. Oh, she, well, she it's Bill first. Yeah, she does. all over my face. She sleeps with Bill, yeah. Which one's Bill? John Boy. John Boy. Mm. Well, she's a bit of a slut. And she's going to get a rash. Yeah, she is. Like all that groove. Grr- I, like, I really like this bit, as he pulls his face up with his white makeup on him. It's like The Shining, but not. There's one too many hands here. That's, That's a big booty. And he's feeling it. Mm. Kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I think it's just his mouth, Greer. I think the way that he can say things to yeah. encourage yeah, just yeah, like true. unlike anybody else. That's yeah. Very sexy mm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Mike's. This is a reenactment of um, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every shot is a take from a different film. <laughs> this shot's Misery. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Henry Bowers. <laughs> Henry Bowers oh. and oh, he's dead. Did he flip the knife on himself? Yeah. He is really bad at stabbing people. Uh, it's Henry Bowers. He's pretty bad at everything. <laughs> yeah. So none. So none of this happened in the book. So like, well, he gets attacked, and so then I'm assuming they try and find Mike because someone's been attacked. Well, no, they didn't know that Mike they had been attacked. They didn't know Mike had been attacked. Oh, sorry, Eddie. Oh, I mean, so, yeah, Eddie once Eddie's attacked. been attacked, they then go to look for Mike? No, yeah. no, no, because they go because they they hear word that he'd been attacked at. Oh, that's right. No, they turn up at the library and they've heard that there's been an incident and that he's been taken off to the hospital. Oh, okay. So none of that's all happened. So like, and he's fighting for his life and they don't know whether he's going to live or not, which is kind of similar to what's happening here, mm. um, but. Also, like, it's Eddie actually kills Henry Bowers in the oh, book. Oh, that's so much of a better payoff. Um, yeah. Because it's he, Eddie, they too. Have their, they have their struggle, you know, and mm. he's the one that ends up overpowering him and, mm. and killing him in defence. And they leave the body there of Henry, which oh. they do in this, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who are you talking to? This is probably I, the second I've, this, I've got to say, I found this scene quite overacted by yeah, her. Yeah, it's yeah. very, like, earnest and... So mean. This is first day. First day, she hasn't calibrated yeah. yet. And can I just add, too, about the red roses and the kind of, again, the like the pom-pom kind yeah. of look again. Yeah. I think it's a very kind of... Subtle. Nice it's really good. If you interview the director, he goes, nah, they'll just fucking red roses, mate. Yeah. Not she was just reading the, yeah. the lines. Yeah. And and she, he's actually quite confident. confident. Yeah. Last time he did this to her, she turned out to be a well, clown. Yeah. He, he, he guesses it. He kind of second guesses it here in a second. Because she repeats the poem back to him as well, and so he starts to question what's going on. 
And we were talking about Ben, by the way, Ben and Bev. Looks like he's going to take a bite out of it. I know. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And his hand isn't actually there on that shot, too. You it's have the heart of a poet, <laughs> Ben. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that. Yeah. Oof. What the fuck did you just say? Something, something, something. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. I don't know, I switched off. <laughs> that was so bad. I just <laughs> yeah, this is fun, isn't it? <laughs> Give us a kiss. I wish you just said, kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> you just, and you just hear him defecate in his pants. That's <laughs> cut. <laughs> <laughs> but from her side. My yeah, heart yeah. burns there too. Aww. Aww. They love each other. More rash. More rash. Gosh, <laughs> wow, that's... What's it like kissing a dude with a beard like that? Oh, it's Great. quite good. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'll get to you in a second more. <laughs> you get to the Velcro sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I always just thought you don't do this. Yeah. Like, under any circumstances. We should just... Turned, he's had like a terrier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Marlon doesn't really have a beard, he's just got like gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> like vestigial fetuses hanging oh, from his face. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, now there's a doctor and he's not Asian, so what the fuck? <laughs> but does he work and in it IT? You can say that because he's Asian. <laughs> so your computer's fucked. <laughs> oh, your friend's dead. I don't know. So this doesn't happen either in the book. Like, they don't actually go to the hospital, do they? No, I don't think they do. They just go, we've got to kill Pennywise. It's just delaying us. We've got to get Get, get down to the sewers. Which so sort of makes sense if two of your friends have been offed. Yeah. Well, well in some way. Half. Yeah, yeah. One and a half. Oh, and an arm. Broken arm. You broken arm. Broken yeah, arm. he's got a bro Well, in the book, he's got a broken arm. Mm. But if you're that scared, I can imagine if... This bit here kind of... Um, I guess if you're going to defend it, is strengthening the bit we had mo earlier, where they, these two characters are are kind of bonding on a on a similar level, um, and mm. uh, particularly with the way the book and the film ends too. They are spoilers. <laughs> they're the only two left in Derry by the end of it, mm. so as it's kind of winding to its natural conclusion. Mm. Oh, that's a bit scary. Look from Richard Thomas. Yeah, pretty sure. Intense eye. Check out my ponytail. I like to swish. I love my ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> I do my turn on that the couch. Such a look back then. They, you can't get glasses like that anymore. Mm. Can you? Bring back the 80s glasses. That looks like it's hurting his nose a bit. A little bit. Mm. It's off to the side. Yeah. Grey hair. Is he married? No. No. The cop? No. He's, He's not a cop. cop. <laughs> He's a librarian. <laughs> oh, Jeez, my God. Jeez, what show are you watching? In the first scene, he does appear to look he, like a cop. I was going to say, he's a, he's a <laughs> yeah. cop for the whole thing, right? No. Right at the beginning, I always think he looks like a cop. He's the crime scene. So he's a cop. No, he's just a... a town somebody. historian. Yeah, he's a, he's a town historian, that's right. There you go, they leave Henry's body behind. <laughs> they actually leave a body That is hilarious. Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Most people leave a tip. <laughs> and let the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be more thinking about the d downstairs, like blood's going to soak through to that. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to know about it. It's a Johnny Depp thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> and seeming such a stubborn stain. <laughs> yeah, he's gay. <laughs> I do like how the kid in the new version who looks like he's playing Eddie looks like he's channeling that yeah, actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just telling a staff infection or whatever it is. <laughs> Have an orgy. Well, he's dead. <laughs> More importantly, he has now got a tubular inhaler, so he has got asthma. As a kid, he didn't have asthma, so it's that he has gotten to the point where he's depended on it so much that he believes. So that he'll he's just yeah. psycho. What's the word? Psycho. Psychosomatic. So, Thank you. Yeah. So, here's a question. Just thinking. Yeah. So Mike Hanlon lives in Derry, but he's had a room at the Derry Inn. What's that all about? No, he booked. Oh, well, in this, in the... Well, he was here. just in his room, wasn't he, getting stuff? Yeah. No, he wasn't in his room. He was in um, Richie's room. Oh, okay. They were all sent to get something for someone else. So right. Ben went into Beverly's room to get her scarf. Mm. And then Eddie went... Eddie was the only one that went into his own room. Yeah. And Mike went in there to get Richie something, I think. Oh, okay, fair um, enough. Yeah. And this is a random bit here, too, where he kind of... Here's the kid playing that crap song again. It's meant to be like a flashback for him of when he was a kid and uh, Georgie was playing. Oh, on yeah. The well, his mum was playing it when Georgie went out. Too. Yes, that's right. Yeah, And yeah. apparently the mum played it all the time. So it was the song of the day. Just so it wasn't here when I was there, but that scene with the book and uh, yes. his brother winking at him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. And then there were five. They were. Uh, the piano falls on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Can't tell you. Then you'll start singing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to take you down. <laughs> Farsi style. <laughs> I hope I get it. I hope I get it. <laughs> I hope I hit them in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, now the cyclical thing comes back in again because this is his rousing speech to get them to go down and fight. They look aroused. Oh, this is the. Uh, <laughs> he rouses them. Yeah. So this is the uh, cold arms. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Why did it start because of Georgie? Because Georgie was the first child killed in that first, that last cycle. Was. Oh, okay, so right. So that's one? okay. No, technically it was. Police was. Who, who was? No, that, huh? Wasn't one of the bullies killed first, then Georgie goes no, missing? No, no, Georgie got killed, like, got taken before all of that stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was another okay. death before Georgie. Georgie. Yeah, because for some reason, I think. Another orgy. But um, he was the first one that was... This orgy uh, isn't rich. Where the bo where this a body a was lame orgy. Behind, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, because yeah. even before that, it was that 30 years before. It yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was the one thing that united them. Yeah, of mm. course. That's it, yeah. It was the trigger point. Mm. Or that was also could have been an orgy without dick. Uh -huh. <laughs> Instead of a... No, 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 because his name is Richie. Yeah. Oh, I see. So it could have been a not rich a one. Orgy. A dickless yeah, orgy. A dickless That's orgy. a lesbian orgy. <laughs> oh, my God. orgy. it in there. Less orgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the random kind of crap that makes it Pants. enjoyable to listen to. 
<laughs> slingshot. She still has a slingshot. Yeah, that's cute. Dead lights. He found some chewing gum wrappers. <laughs> he didn't want to make them what? smaller, so we had more. <laughs> what are those silver bits? Silver bits. The, yeah. So you know, with the Melted werewolf. Silver. Where they get them from, though? Um, Beverly's mum. Oh, okay. Isn't it one of their mums? They go and buy some silver, and then they actually melt it down. Yeah. Um, ben does and it. put it in a zip gun, don't they? Like they just kind of make it into little. Ball yeah. bearings, yeah. Um, but because they couldn't make bullets, but um, in and then they leave them down there. And this one, Mike goes back down to the yeah. sewers and gets those. That's right. He went down by himself. Yeah, yeah. That's ballsy of him. But the principle of it being like uh, silver will hurt a yeah. werewolf, so it's he does. Yeah. It, but Mike does it because he takes a gamble that it is sleeping, because it's resting by his theory that it rests every twenty-seven years. So he goes, I think I can go down there and. It'll be okay. Does he have, like, in the book, does he have any experience? Or is it just he finds, no, brings it back? I don't think he even... I don't it's think not he, in the book. Yeah, I think it's just a reference. Found, <laughs> it just really made it up now. No, because in the book they don't actually use them, do they? Uh, they when they go them. back down. When they go back down, don't they just use the, the um, chud? Chud. Yeah. The power of chud. But the, but the silver is a power of the ritual of chud as well. Yeah, like, yeah. because by saying, what, can we kill it? Don't worry, this will kill it. This water, this isn't water, this is... Battery acid. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go down a hole now. Does silver kill vampires too, Richard? Uh, it depends what mythology you believe, but in this mythology, if if it was uh, the vampire was it, yep. But if it you met a vampire that was Tom Cruise, no. <laughs> vampire's called Tom Cruise. Tom no, like, like you, you mean know, the interview with vampire? Oh, yeah, yeah, a bad yeah. <laughs> But um, but crucifix is a bull, like you know, as in technically they wouldn't hurt it at all. Uh, holy water shouldn't do anything, like you know, anything from the religious point of view, because Vlad Tepish was Catholic. Yeah, that's right. So he's, he would embrace he was, it. Yeah, he was he was trying to get rid of the Islam. Yeah. And so he was yeah resurrecting that. But again, it's the mythology. So if you go Twilight, it'll be something different. He's been stealing credit cards. What about still tap? Oh, is that his wife's purse? Still, still two taps. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kick him out. Yeah, that work? <laughs> Juliet, Juliet! I've been alive for thousands of years and oh! That was a really shit fall down, that bit as well. Just for the sake His of legs studded. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to be quiet, Belle! <laughs> Whatever you do, don't wake it! <laughs> And there's a bit in like in the in the book they actually lit they literally crawled through shit. That's true. To get do. to Pennywise, they go they cool. get through the, the latrine sense. section of the sewers. Yeah. To get there and they're pulling themselves through. I'm so. kind of glad we don't. I don't think we need to see that. Why? I like that sort but of. In the trailer for the new movie, it looks like they're doing that. Right? And there's a that's a also a recurring theme if you think of uh, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption because mm. that's that's his oh, yeah, escape that's mm. a, yeah, goes through shit that's right yeah getting, uh, climbing the mountain I see yeah, that as yeah. conquering Everest to exactly. get to the whatever and they have to go through a little door in order to get there which is only kind of referenced at the very end of this movie but it, they have to do it twice and, mm. and each person each of them see a different symbol on the door before they go in um, sweet so it's kind of like a but they just don't 
touch it on here. Which as a kid, when I saw this, I wanted this ending to be that. Like they oh, saw so... all these different tunnels, all and each of them had to split off, and everyone was a different fear. Yeah, so yeah. So was that yeah? Mm. But um, but that door thing with everyone seeing a different thing on it. Seems yeah, really cool. it was cool. Well, in my mind, because I'm trying to picture yeah. how Stephen King wrote it, but. Hmm. Blair Witch. Oh no. <laughs> Have you heard the cool theory about the Blair Witch project that the two guys actually took that girl out there to kill yeah, her? Yeah, I yeah, I love yeah. that. That's so good. <laughs> What's that theory? Um, the two boys who take the girl out are actually try trying to take her out there to kill her. Right. And they succeed in doing it and then they just leave the footage out there because they just wanted to kill her. Ah. But if you look at the whole thing from that perspective, mm. you go, it is. There's nothing, nothing's there. Mm. Yeah. It's just them trying to scare the crap out of her and it yeah. works and then they kill her. Don't call me spaghetti, man. What did John Boy say? It's, it's a shark. shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's an orgy? It's a Georgie. <laughs> oh, Georgie orgy. The Georgie orgy. It's the love boat. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if Jaws then came out of that drain. Yeah. That would have been cool. <laughs> What's that one that's that new film that's coming out where there's a shark that comes out of the toilet? Sharknado 5. No, it's not Sharknado 5. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to look it up. Something like House Shark. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I have to look it up after off record. But. He hasn't got an arm. I just noticed that. Yeah, because he got ripped off. God damn it. Well, I knew that, but I just never noticed that the actual actor didn't. Did he just say you're fucked? fucked? Yeah. That's not George. His face is all a bit. Michael Jackson's thrilled. It's interesting that like, his voice is quite a cool voice, Georgie's voice. To pick up. And even his eyes. I wonder if that's how they, or why they picked him, because he had a voice that was distinctly kind of very Haunting. kid. Yeah, because mm. it, like, it doesn't, like he, it doesn't really suit his body. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like it's, he's even younger than yeah. the kid is there. See now. Do you want to mention the tragic Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis? Brandis? Yeah, we, we uh, mentioned. We, I we mean, it was in the earlier. previous podcast. That's what happened when you were late, Richard. That's right. <laughs> you sound everything. It's okay. We can repeat it because this is the second part of our podcast. So <laughs> yeah, people yeah. are coming in and listening to this fresh. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah really tragic. That was in 2000 or something, wasn't it? 2003, I want to say. 2003. Mm, it's yeah. just, it's such so tragic when you see characters or actors that have portrayed such, oh, I don't know, like, you know, you can invest so much into it and really feel yeah. a connection to them and then suddenly they are that depressed. Yeah, yeah. It's just so sad to think that... It's just depression as well. It's such yeah. a... Oh, we're going a bit deep now, but it's well, such a hard thing. It actually thing relates to, a lot to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, because you're demonising your own things more than anybody else's. Yes, that's right. And that's why it's hard to reach somebody that suffers from depression because they are tackling their own demons and sometimes you can't you can't reach them because mm. they're in their own vortex trying mm. to trying to work it out yeah, and that's what's yeah. working for them oh, yeah it's just oh, so mm. such a cruel thing so we've seen Tim Curry come back as a vision for them all again and is that the last time we actually see him as this is where the Tim Curry 
Um, I think this is the next bit's where the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man turns up yep. because one of them has to think of something. Oh, that's right, and stand. What the fuck did you think of, Ray? And they cross their own streams <laughs> with, with their urine. <laughs> and then have another orgy. <laughs> yeah, have another orgy. Let's it's all die, it's all good. Yeah. fuck did you think, Ray? <laughs> He's a sailor. He's yeah. a town. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> oh, I love that dog. But what if they're wrong? If they're wrong, nothing happens. They go to jail peacefully, quietly. They'll enjoy it. But if they're right, you will have saved the lives of millions of registered voters. <laughs> yes, sir, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> I love it how Walter Peck actually had a point in that film. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so relevant. I love that he just plays the same person all the time. Oh, no. Same character. I'm upset. Oh, okay. So you can tell that. Um, I'm sorry, I have to pull it back to the movie, but um, you can tell that we are deviating from it because it is a mess. Um, but this is the point where they all con congregate. They're following the boat and it lures them to. Uh, a cavernous part of the sewers and this is where we actually do see a door of some kind and this is the first time we get uh, yeah. a chance to do it and they actually have to crawl through it like a little hobbit would crawl through it. Well, it's a hobbit hole. And there's skeletons and dead shit. Dead shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not living, it's white dead faecal matter. <laughs> but those are very clean skeletons. This is an important bit because this is where Eddie has his moment of declaration. I've say, I've never been with anyone. I've never loved anyone except you guys. What happens when you open up to somebody in a movie? What's the logical thing that will happen? Black man, you'll die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sex, <laughs> black, or death. Or is this the bit where he reveals he knows who the murderer is, but he's about to tell you tomorrow? Yeah. Mm. Is it like a horror movie kind of? Trope, trope, yeah. Where, yeah. where the virgin is the last one to live? Like, the pure. Yeah, yeah, virgin lives. So, then by that reasoning, Eddie should stay alive. He's not a virgin. Well, they haven't had an But wouldn't he be the tastiest for it? Because he's untainted. Yeah. I think that's also that sort of weird virginistic metaphor. Look at that door. Look how small it is. This looks so hammer yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Things on hinges. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> Where they unhook the rope bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to make a door. Okay. So they, they, they used to do like tombs from ancient Egypt with <laughs> doors on hinges. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so dry, Greer. <laughs> well, that's kind of impressive. That keeps yeah. on going. That's, that's, that's not a bad. Studio set. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, that's not CGI. No. No. And Practical effects is what's great about the eighties too. And this is the yeah. uh, the uh, remains of its feast. And this is where he discovers his wife for the that's first a, time. That's a matte painting. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Sistan Chapel. <laughs> oh, they, but they used to have that chapel. Oh, they did. Oh, that's right. Looks like a place. She's your wife. Just yeah. dump her. You're with me now. Yeah. Yeah, here's the ah. crap bit. <laughs> See, again, with just that one reveal, and you're going, oh, that's what it is. So it is uh, stop animation. Mm -hmm. There is bits in it that I read that the legs are animatronic, but there's people controlling the body part of it, I think. Cool. 
It's a bit Ray Harryhausen, actually, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the animatronic shot, that one. Yeah, there. yeah. That stop motion. Um, but yeah, just to me, it just kind of... I remember when I originally watched this, I was just so taken out of it, just going, what? Yeah. Seriously? Again, because we've imagined everything much more terrifying than that. Yeah. What? It should have been shot. Yeah. Also, it's cross-eyed. It is boss-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you but seen um, IT Crowd with their boss-eyedness? Uh, have you seen that episode? I can't remember it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> it's wrong, but it's funny. But it also seemed to me like if you saw the whole thing of it, you couldn't see the whole thing of it. It wouldn't fit in your range. No, that's right. No. Yeah, yeah. Or the light should have been, I don't know. Like this the whole time just should have been blinding. Oh. Yeah, that's right. So this bit here, like, so this is the bit in the book where he goes on a really kind of really trippy kind of moment. Mm. So where, it's true what we're seeing physically he stands there, but we also get it told from his point of view, where he ends up going into the, the dimension. He sees dimension. the turtle. He says yeah, exactly, so. yeah. And all three of these characters, yeah. Oh no, not Ben. Sorry, just Richie goes in after him to that's pull right. him back. This is when he's tearing through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And none of that happens that's in this. Epic. But what is interesting here is that they do elevate Eddie's role in this bit, mm. which is a nice moment. Yeah. Because he realizes that, you know, his friends are kind of caught in this. And that happens in the book too, mm. um, where he realizes that he has to stand up for himself in order to save his friends. See this, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> and the Easter Bunny. And... But not Gaia, Yahweh. Any of the. Tickly, tickly. Oh, poor Eddie. Yeah. The moral of the lesson, don't save your friends. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. There we go, there was Yahweh. Yeah. Crack shot. Cthulhu! Fire! It's a belly shot. It is. Maybe you should look at where you're aiming. Yeah. Fire it straight into the deadlights. <laughs> oh, that was interesting. Yeah. I didn't notice that before. The effects the behind it. Yeah. <laughs> See how cool it would have been if they were walking along and they would put their arms on the wall and then the wall starts moving and that's its leg. And you go, yeah. where, where's it going? <laughs> it's, is it the room? Are we inside it? Cunt. It says here, your last words was cunt. <laughs> Would you like to talk me so through that? So he died. That's a shit thing. Yeah, he yeah. dies in yeah, the book too. Yeah. Dies saving his friends. So on this note, <laughs> that's that, <laughs> that shot. Ah oh dear. So on this note, right, Richie was the character that I connected with the least in the book. Which one's Richie? Um, the comedian. The comedian, right? Yep. Yeah, I just didn't. I felt like I connected with him more so because I was one of those kids who would try and make jokes to get out of things. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get it as a... A defence mechanism. Yeah, yeah. And, and so if we start saying beep, beep, Richie, it's actually to you. Oh, if you call me Richie, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> 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 but you can call me Dick all you want. <laughs> 
Oh, oh get the knee in. Yeah. But in this yeah. sequence, yeah, um, when this is where they tip it over and yeah, and and he's clawing, and you can just hear it from Bill's audio pool, yeah, like what he's yeah, hearing. Yeah. 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 That is, it was so impacting just hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. This is counted into the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. But he walks like it's so much larger in the book too. It's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> eats the heart of the beast. Macbeth. In the book, it is pregnant. Yeah, that's right. Oh. And they actually kill all of its babies. But the the bit, but that's what Ben does. He goes around stamping all the yeah. all the eggs while the others are trying to defeat the thing. But there's a big um, moment in the book where they he says, "I think I got them all." And for me, that always struck me because I like he thinks he got them all, yeah. mm. and that always left it open that there there could be Sequel, another one yeah. coming, you know, which I thought was always. So good. does does that mean that every thirty years it's a respawn, like a new generation of the it, or it's this is this is it's the end of this I think it's, it's the end of this it, and then yeah. there's going to be a new one there for the next millennia or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, and, and in the book, um, they leave Eddie's body behind, plus the whole of Derry starts collapsing in on itself in a massive That's flood. That's right, of course. That's, yeah. So is she dead too? Because they mentioned the that film. No. She's in like a coma. Why did they leave Eddie's body behind? In the book, they because, just keep because, it because everything was collapsing. Oh, okay. Right. Right. And they yeah. just had to get out. And they just couldn't, like, they couldn't save themselves and bring Eddie's body as well. Yeah. And then we kind of cut to Mike still narrating. And they tie things up in a bit of a, uh, of a, <laughs> of a very kind of firm bow on this, I found. Mm. And I'll explain in a second why. Like, so Mike's kind of doing his last little entry into the book. That happens in the book too, where he's kind of writing and he's saying he's starting to lose his memory a bit too. So it's like the magics or whatever it is is wearing off. Yeah. So, because he was always the one that would remember, and he said, "I'm even struggling." He said, "Even pages from the books kind of are being lost." That's cool. And this bit here, where he says, like he he stars with somebody who who's a bit like Eddie, <laughs> and you're like, "Well, that's nicely tied up, isn't it?" Yeah. And this happens in the book too. So Bev and Ben do leave, but it's left ambiguous as to whether or not they'll succeed out away from Derry. Oh, okay. Bev and yeah. Ben, like, like leave Derry, forget, forget everything. everything. How are they going to remember each other? I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I found about the book, is like it almost left it as like you don't know if they will stay yeah. together. Whereas that does, in this, it does feel like, you know, it's the happy ending kind of thing. Mm. I still don't like Bev. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like, like Bev? Yeah, just from the whole constant changing. And even if it was the it as well, it was, yeah, mm. it was too flirtatious. It was too... Yeah, mm. but mm. then again, if, if it was a childhood upbringing, like in the book, it might have been a different portrayal, and it does make yeah. a lot more sense. And that ponytail. Love that ponytail. And this silver. All oh, right, that's, that's his high ho silver, silver thing. thing. Yeah, that's his old yeah, home. You don't really get the significance of silver at all in this, do you? Nah, not at all. That's not his high ho. The other one's his low ho. <laughs> There's a bit in uh, in the book where he first stumbles across silver again when he comes back as an adult yeah. and he, fight, he goes into this old kind of antique store and it's sitting in front of the window and it's like it's calling to him so it's again like he's meant to refine the bike but he doesn't know for what purpose mm. until this end scene 
and it becomes clear that but Hold also, on, I, he yeah. used that whack a lot of the time to get them yeah. away. And you only saw that one little yeah. sequence yeah, of the stare right. on the back of it. You don't see him trying to go to the pharmacy to get you know, no, any medicine right. or any of the other times where he's used the bike to get he away. He does it with Richie, doesn't he? Yeah. There's a bit with Richie where he... Yeah, they have, When they go to Naval Street yeah. Yeah. and they have to mm -hmm. get on Silver to get away from the werewolf that's chasing after them. Because I love it if there was another element of MacGuffin in this. Yeah. Because like that's great. It being the high ho Silver, the rescue, the getaway, the yeah, yeah. cavalry, the... Endangering his wife's life. And then they get run over by a truck. Told you, it was all a dream. <laughs> Doing your crazy shit. Wake up! And that's Wake not up. him, actually. I know he had no glasses on. I know. <laughs> in the book, it's like he's like this like daredevil, like I know. cycling stunt <laughs> rider, you know? And he's going really far. In fact, they do crash the bike in the book, yeah. too. Oh. But they're okay, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're that's, fine. That's they're nice. Just, oh, this is, he's just going that far. Everyone's yeah. got the phones out and they're filming this couple. No, it's an open carry state. Bang. And right. there's Tim Curry's laugh at the end. And the great music. Yeah, this awesome. So there you go, guys. We so have to wait till the end of the credits. We do have to wait till the end of the credits. Yeah, yeah. So, um, not just the credits, but. So, special guest so how do you, uh, how do you, um... I think the bit is in the beginning I like the most. The first part? The first half of the... No, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. good. The first, you mean the first part? Like the children's story? No, 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 I was being facetious. I think I like the kids stuff better though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the general consensus that mm. from people who have watched this. And so the first this movie that's coming up is just the kids stuff, right? Yes, correct. And, and they are setting up for the sequel for the adults? Apparently. Okay. But will the, do, do you know if this movie will be told in flashback to the first thing you see is the adults? No idea. We don't know. Yeah. At the moment, it sort of looks like it's just playing it out the like 80s. It's as, if, as if it's happening in real time. Yeah. 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 Um, which I'd feel better about. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I know Greer's... In disagreement a little bit with that. Just so that we can have a different. We've, we've uh, seen the I'm collection. I'm sorry, I'm in disagreement about what? Uh, the fact that the new movie might be just told from the kids' point Wait. of view. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, don't worry then. <laughs> this is the sound effect after the um, credits. I really do like the He's fact that again. they yeah. kind of. Yeah, they. Oh, have friend. blended both. They've, they've cut so well between. I agree. It's so well written in the book. Yeah. Um, well, so, I mean, of course, it may, maybe maybe the thing is that they want you to think it's just that, and then yeah, and then they'll do. just announce who the adult. Yeah, stars, maybe. You know, because yeah. the adults don't like they they're not a big part of the first film, so you no, they're not. Make it. They're not. They're yeah. only there just for the those bits where they tell the flashbacks, yeah. essentially. I would like something, even if the end of the beginning, something that shows you what to expect. Yeah, so, yeah. oh, this is the them now. Yeah. Yeah. They might, they might do that. Maybe that's how it'll end. Mm. That you'll uh, sort of pick it up again transition. and it'll kind of leave it open to go, oh, well, it's going to... I guess we'll know after September 7th. We will. But, we will. Um, you know, because in most horror movies, that, that's sometimes Dakota. Like, they capture them as adults. Yes. Mm. Flashbacks, so. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, and, like, so going to you next, what did, um... What did you kind of make of this from what you could... Vague memories coming back. Um, yeah, yeah, look, it, yeah, yeah, I, I remember because I was when I was teenager-ish, mm. and I had, I had sort of a, a group of mates who we were all very close with. I think there were six guys. Yeah. So from that point of view, it kind of resonated because I'm thinking, who am I within my group that this guy is within their group? Uh, we had no girls in our group, mind you. 
but yeah, yeah that, that, we, but that's a couple. That's I want Anyone that doesn't die, I'll choose that. But um, I think anyone that doesn't die, there's only two people that die. Well, there you go. That'll probably be me. Um, but but I, I, I think it was just for me, because the one thing I, I knew about Stephen King was that that's a recurring theme for him. Mm. It's his schoolmates. He writes his schoolmates into that's right, yeah. a lot of his stories. And that, that kind of was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. The actual science behind it, or the actual Pennywise, because it's not translated that well into this movie. No, it's not. Uh, I'm just thinking this is just an excuse to have weird, scary shit. And yeah. so there wasn't a lot of sense behind it, so it just seemed like set pieces to me. Yes. Um, but for you guys here educating me, and there's a whole like story, backstory behind it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's but so much that doesn't get touched. Having said, it's all made but, up. But, yeah, but that's <laughs> the trick about any film to try and how much do you tell, yeah. how much do you don't, how much do you. Because, the, uh, because it is an alien that crash landed on Earth in the Derry region billions upon billions of years ago and has had the world form around it while it has been happily feasting off it every 27 odd years. Do you think he'd be pissed off though? Like, he'd want to go home. Why? Well, yeah, I agree. I don't know why he's here and what would this element... Like, yeah. maybe it, he feels good here. Maybe it's like a Superman thing. This is great. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe this is the, the, That's what the species is supposed to do. Find I don't think he'd be tormented, yeah. But if he's got, like, you know, if he's not particularly attached to his family, then fair enough. Would he know his family? We don't even know what like it is. If it's coming in another dimension, we can't even. <laughs> we don't know if it operates with space, time, or anything. Because yeah. fourth dimension is spa- is time. So we have. Joke, it, yeah. We couldn't even fathom where it comes from. Yeah, mm. but like, yeah, I'm just curious as to if, yeah, that's it. it Maybe billions of years is a blink of an eye for it. So that's why he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um. For Greer, for you, like um, you were saying, it had been a while since you'd watched the second part of this. You'd watched the first part recently. How are you finding it revisiting the second half? It's very cheesy, obviously. You know, and it's it's old. I'm really, I am really excited to see what they do. Yeah. Um, with all of the you know advances in special effects and whatnot. Yes. Um, like I do, I completely agree. Like the fact that it's you know I. It touches a little bit on this, like, fear manifestation of your fears, but I don't yes. think it does it enough. No, not um, at, all. at all. And, um, but again, there's only so much you can do in... Three hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah three hours. Just three hours. Just three hours. Just three hours. So hopefully, you know, maybe four hours, two two-hour films. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting, hey. Yeah. Because I still feel they may struggle trying to convey everything. But... From what we've seen from the trailers, it does look pretty damn good. Mm. And so. it looks like they're covering a lot more elements from yeah. the book than. Uh, There's lots yeah. of bits that I, because I, like Greer, I read the book fairly recently, and there was lots of bits from the trailer that's, I, I'm just, all the visual kind of stuff starts coming yeah. out, and I'm like, oh my god, that's that bit. Oh, yeah. And then just, and, I, and I'm starting to get really excited about. Same. seeing this you know it just yeah it looks it looks so good from the trailer that was the first sort yeah. of thing that made me go okay well let's have a look at the trailer i like all these things what are all these things i yeah. thought i knew it and then i started researching yeah. into it and then this whole new universe mm. i think it's going to be fantastic and yeah. i mean look the mummy just came out that kicks the ass of the mummy oh yeah, yeah. like uh, special effects all that sort of stuff i still would rather watch that again than watch yeah. the mummy <laughs> um, yeah but yeah. just again it's part of it is nostalgia too there is a lot of that too, and that's something that um, Ant picked up on when we were talking about 
recording this and talking about this because you were saying that there's a lot of people in their 30s that this is such a seminal film for them. And I agree. Like mm. you know, I, I have strong memories of watching this when I was younger, and and um, and it, yeah, there are flaws to it, but I still really enjoy watching it and going mm. back there and kind of reliving that again. But I am kind of I am hungry to kind of see a new take on it. Yeah. Uh, think we're right for another visit from Pennywise. Mm. And the good thing is that this isn't the sort of uh, film or miniseries or whatever it is that is in that realm that goes, it's perfect, it was done perfectly, don't touch it. It's like, no, it wasn't. Although it's, although it's good to apparently it. Annette O'Toole did come out and say, why bother doing a remake? It was perfect the way it was done. Oh. <laughs> Particularly all her scenes. Yeah. Yeah. There she is. Yeah. Apart from the scene that she overacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it so mean? And I think probably the, down, one, thing down. That, the one thing that we've not... <laughs> I've, I've not, not actually, actually said, said at all is, is that, that it is, is or have I, I am I drunk? drunk? Maybe. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it has it been, been 27, 27 years since this was made. Yes. So mm. I like that kind of nice little, yeah. you know, yeah. like subtle. Yes. Mm. Well, there is the question I read recently whether or not these actually took place and now we're seeing the 80s, like the next one, because they didn't kill it originally when they were kids. Then they may not have killed it when they ripped its heart out. And then it might have, like, because, again, we don't know what the hell it is. But I, I really like that interesting I, I aspect. I do think that would be quite interesting as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. To do a 2017 version with new kids and... But it's not. But it's the same it, or it's the same... same all of this has still happened. Yeah, Whether right. or not it's literally exactly as we've seen it take place happened, but the events happened. Yeah, right. So Yeah, from the book, cast. at least. Mm. Which, uh, on a completely different note, is, I think, the take that Flatliners is going with, the new Flatliners. Oh, is it the same universe? Yeah, it's uh, Kiefer Sutherland's coming back as Nelson. Oh, really? Wow. Um, set, like, as he is now. Oh, all right, OK. Down the track. So, and interestingly, we haven't seen him in the trailers. trailers at all. Mm, nah. He comes he in and says, don't do it, and just walks off. Yeah. He fucks off, doesn't he? That's it. Cool. That was Fucked a great film. Cool. Well, look, I think on that note, um, you know, that's been us for talking about the It miniseries across the two parts. Um, I hope it wasn't that gruelling for you. And uh, there was a, a great uh, a nostalgic trip, as you said, Richard, kind of uh, tripping down the light fantastic and yeah, watching the clown white getting, on. Getting ready on. to you are, get I my bozo get, shoes out there. You just got to kind of get kick the, some kids. Get the, yeah, kick some kids. <laughs> I said kick them, but, kick but them. Kill them. Well, it'll be an element of progression. Cool. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm not, not stupid. stupid. I don't do Pennywise. I just kick kids. kids. I don't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> not But on that, just before we run away, that idea yes. of that stupid thing, everyone dressing up like clowns. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of kids were saying that, oh, we're going to go out and hunt clowns. It's just like, you're stupid if you're going to antagonize anybody because, yeah. yeah, they're creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kids out there, don't do that. That's stupid. Well, <laughs> as a former clown, <laughs> just like humans, you'll find good ones, you'll find bad ones, but you do question, like teachers, why do they work in that profession? Doesn't mean he's a um, oh, but that's the whole thing with the. Um, okay, just slightly off topic, but the whole uh, Catching the Freedmen's documentary. Do you remember that when it came out years ago? About what eight years ago now, nine years ago, and um, and it was basically like um, uh, the Freedmen's, and it, the the kid would go around filming it, but it would un it came out that the dad and one of the brothers was was using kids to kind of come in and and interfere with them. Um, but the weird thing was that it started off as a documentary 
where these guys were just following their children's entertainer and it unearthed that he had a hidden past that his family were this his dad and his brother essentially that did these things yeah. and Fuck yet he's hell. gone into child entertainment and you're just Jeez. like well hold on but it became like a, such a great it's a really good documentary it's, it's hard to watch but it's such a great documentary Corey Feldman anyone uh, yes. keeping up on him yeah and he's recently come out naming all of the pedophiles oh, really? in Hollywood shit yeah. really? Elijah Wood didn't go to any of the, many of the parties and stuff like that but he was saying yeah and him and another friends with him also, anyone, any Michael Jackson fans out there, fact check that shit because you'll be extremely satisfied if you're a Michael Jackson fan to find out that there is absolutely no evidence. Really? Absolutely no fucking evidence. And the people who were trying to sue him were trying to get money out of him. Mm. After that didn't work twice, they asked for a record deal as well with that. His son then sued his father for all of that psychological damage that he tried to take him through. Sorry. I just, yeah. I feel but, like you need to get something off your yeah. chest. No, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, and so for a lot of the time, when everyone was going, oh, did he, didn't he? I fact-checked it, and there's nothing to show you any proof of anything that he had interest in that whatsoever. Yeah, okay. You'd find one shred of evidence. You'd find something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, but, oh, yeah, yeah, he had a weird lifestyle. Don't get me wrong. But was he a pedophile? There's no evidence for it. I do find the fact that this is a great moment to end our podcast <laughs> with the segue between Pennywise a Clown and Michael Jackson. Mm. On that note, I'd like to thank Richard for coming along. Thank you very it's much. I will do a handshaky to... thing. Yes. And thank you, Anthony Yee. Thank you. And thank you, Grib. Thanks for listening to Sessions of Horror Podcast. Goodbye. If you're a Nazi, you're a camp. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to be said. You're listening to the Surgeons of Horror podcast. Music supplied by Peter Nezik. For more discussions or podcasts, head over to surgeonsofhorror.com or head over to our Facebook and Twitter sites for the latest news and updates.